Luke 2.51 And he went down with them, and came to Nazareth, and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. There are two uh, sort of separate streams of thought that flow out of this last verse. Verse 51 and 52 provide uh, kind of two glimpses of life after this temple incident. The first glimpse is here in 51. It's the immediate aftermath. And then verse 52 is the ongoing uh, situation after this after this incident. So uh, 51, we see that Jesus goes down with them. So this is an interesting comment. He comes down with them and he goes to Nazareth and he's obedient to them. And it's interesting uh, this sort of feels like Jesus' first flexing of his authoritative muscles when he tells his parents, why were you searching for me? Didn't you know I would be in my father's house? In verse 49. And so uh, Luke quickly, two verses later, gives us the the response that Jesus has. So yes, he, he tells them, why are you surprised that I'm here? I'm, I'm supposed to be here. This is this is who I am. I'm, I'm going to be in my father's house because I am my father's son. But then immediately afterward, he goes down and he is obedient to his parents. There's been a lot of ink spilled on this incident. What exactly does it mean? I think first... What it probably intends to communicate, what Luke probably intends to communicate here is that Jesus was obedient in the sense that he honored his father and mother. Yes, even even when he knew better, even when he was wiser than them, because God had instituted familial relationships in such a way that the child obeys and honors the parent, Christ obeyed. He honored them. And uh, in authoritative relationships, when there is a sin that is commanded, we know that we are to obey God rather than men, Acts, um, Acts 5.29. But in cases where that is not what is going on, we should, like our Savior, obey our parents, honor our parents. We should, like our Savior, play into the authoritative scru- structures that God has uh, prescribed. And so that's the, the first half of verse 51 here. And then the second half is, what does his mother do? And that is um, that his mother treasures up all of these things in her heart. She holds fast to all of the things that had happened in her heart. And we've seen that language before in Luke chapter 2. We're not surprised by it. In Luke 2.19, we see that Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And so what we can take away from verse 51 here is um, that, that we should meditate on, we should um, just savor what God is up to. When there's when there's a, a really good bite of food that we um, that we put into our mouths, we savor it. We want to hold on to that taste 
in a sense. And that, that's what Mary is doing here. When she sees glimpses of God in her son, she treasures those things up. They're a delight to her, and she wants to hold on to them. And so we should evaluate what we are treasuring up. We should treasure up the right things, the things of God. And so we can just pray from these two separate streams of thought. We can, we can pray like this. Uh, God, would you help me to savor you and your commands above all things? Would you help me to notice you at work in this world? And would you help me to savor those things up in my inner being? Would my soul, like Mary, magnify you? My spirit rejoice in the working of God, my Savior. Would you help me to treasure these things up in my heart? And God, as I treasure them up, would you give me a heart that overflows in obedience to your commands? In the same way that Christ honored and obeyed his parents, would we obey your commands in the way that you have prescribed for us in your word? So would you help us to know your commands? Would you help us to obey them? Would you help, help us to savor you and your command above all else? And that is Luke chapter 2, verse 51.